This is the 2X e-commerce podcast hosted by Kunle Campbell. Hey, Adam, welcome. Finally, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast. We were meant to do something last year. It didn't happen. You're a very, very busy man running a fantastic, successful email marketing agency. Do you want to introduce yourself, your agency, and we take it from there? Yeah, pleasure to be here, mate. Thank you for your time and the opportunity. So I'm Adam, I own a um, email, SMS marketing agency, retention marketing agency, whatever you want to call it these days. And we are a Clavio Elite partner. We've been doing this for five years. I've been involved in e-commerce for 15, 17 years, so half my life now. And we've seen a lot of brands, worked with over a hundred now. So yeah, we know the ins and outs of the CRM setup. And there's absolutely no better person, in my opinion, to speak to the e-commerce audience, D2C audience, however you want to call it, um, listening now to this pod on what they need to do now in November. They'll be listening to this over the weekend of November the, um, the 4th or the 5th. So what they should be doing now till the end of the year. We only have, we have less than 60 days to really make 2023 worth it from a messaging standpoint. So please just go for it with your first principle tips to our listeners. Yep, so I'm going to give you a very quick fire nine step strategy. And the first thing I want to say is, yes, most of the planning should have been done already, but this is for the person who is leaving things to the last minute. They're not well prepared. Don't stress, you can actually pull things together quite quickly. And I'm going to show you how by not reinventing the wheel, trying to be too creative, you can actually have a successful Black Friday, Cyber Monday by leveraging your existing customer data and email list. So we'll just get right into it. So the first thing, first strategy to mention is you should have already started acquiring customers earlier in the year. This is not really the time to be super profitable on first order for a lot of brands because CAC's going to be sky high. It's going to be very competitive. So you're going to want to leverage your email, SMS, owned audience channels as much as possible. And that will enable you to be more profitable. And that leads on to number two. Don't try to reinvent the wheel on Black Friday. Keep the offers very consistent with what's worked well in the past. A lot of the brands where I've worked with them, they've tried to be too creative over email. They've tried too many different offers and things have just been hit or miss. And really what you want to do is make sure that you hit your forecast and you have the right inventory in stock. And the easiest way to do that is actually do a historical analysis of everything that you've done over the past year or two which were the winning offers, what resonated best, and just run them again. You know, most people have already forgotten about them, so it's not the end of the world if you run the same winning formula that you did in the past. In fact, it's probably the most sensible advice because you just need to hit those critical numbers. Number three is don't just look at email and SMS in isolation. So a lot of the time, Post 30 days, customers are just unsubscribed or they're disengaged over email and SMS. Try and reactivate as many historical VIP customers as you can with a direct mail campaign. And your goal should be to bring these cohorts of customers back into your engaged segments. So one thing you can do very, very quickly is create a segment of people who've placed two free orders or some type of 
historical order value over time. Send them a direct mail campaign with your best offer and try and reactivate them. This should enable you to be a bit more profitable and then hopefully reactivate them over email and SMS as well, where you can retarget them more profitably. Number four is no surprises. Just tell customers the schedule ahead of the day. I hate it when brands try and shroud it in mystique and there's some type of unique benefit to their offers compared to others. I think it's just leading customers down the wrong path. I think it should be as transparent as possible. Let them actually know when the offers are going to come to them. You don't have to mention the specific offers, although you can have seen this work effectively. And that's the best way to cut through the noise and condition them to actually check their inboxes because you're not special. You're going to be selling against a lot of competitors. So the best way to cut through that noise is to be transparent with the customers and actually tell them when the offers are going to be delivered in my experience. And that leads us on to the fifth one, which is once you've actually started to create that calendar, get the customers to add an event to their personal calendars as well over email ahead of the offers. So most people are competing in the battlegrounds of email and SMS. <clears throat> but one of the things that you can actually do is send an email out. It can be plain text beforehand, just asking them to click a link and then add the events specifically to their personal calendars. And on the day of the promotions, when they start, they'll then get a nice little push notification, which should hopefully penetrate through the noise and you're not yeah. then saturated yeah. in the inbox. I think this can be a really effective way to That's get people's attention. Number six, change your flows to align with your offers. This is a big one and you don't need to spend a huge amount of time. I've worked with brands who have hemorrhaged money and overcomplicated things because they've created you know, 20 different flows and they've tried to realign the messaging in every single one, like a win back flow, this sunset flow, specifically around Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And I understand why people are doing that because they want a consistent experience with the actual promotional period. So for example, if you're sending 30% off or buy one, get one free in your email campaigns, and then you have 10% dynamic code set up in an abandoned cart or a welcome flow, you're not just misaligning the expectations with the customer, but you're creating customer service headaches for yourselves as well. So you do want to change some of your core automation to reflect the key offers that you're running on the day. And don't need to overcomplicate this, just change the welcome flow, the abandoned cart and the browser abandonments, just one or two emails in each to align with those offers in the campaigns. This is just a really simple and effective way to drive more conversions, but also critically reduce those customer service tickets because you will get a lot if the offers are conflicting and you don't want those distractions during the day. So once you've got that ready, everything's in place, it's time to create a sending calendar. It sounds very basic rudimentary advice and it is, but I've seen people miss forecasts, miss targets, get frustrated with different offers. And it's just because they're not organized. It's really simple advice, but just map out everything for the week or the two weeks or however long that you're running it and just have everything very clear on a calendar which offer goes out when. If something doesn't perform, have some type of reminder as a backup linked in there. So that way you're not scrambling 
and this allocates and give resources, you're very structured and clear on what you want to achieve during the actual period. And if you do that, you should be good. And then before you actually start sending the offers out, one of the things I like to do, and this is tip number eight, is a pattern interrupt email from the CEO. So I call this the warm up from the CEO email, and we send it out for nearly every client each year. And that is a very simple plain text email, just saying, hey, you've been a great supporter of the brand. We don't run sales often or some type of verbiage like this. We're going to run specific promotions on X, Y, and Z date. And we want you to add these to your calendar and we thank you for your business. This is just a great way to get good engagement, good open rates, reactivate some historical customers. And you're also conditioning them to check the subsequent sends as well so that there's no surprises and you're not in that battleground with every other brand on the day. So really good pattern interrupts and good for deliverability as well because it does cut through the noise. And that brings me on to the final tip. So historically, I've seen a lot of people use resends during this period, and I think it's fine. I think ultimately you want to get as many good touch points across as possible to the customers and resending emails during this period. Although I'm not the biggest fan of resends, it just makes sense. You do need to compete with a lot of people. But one of the things I think that you can do really effectively away from traditional resends is look at the high intent people who are clicking the emails and the SMS and retarget them. So be very agile, have a copywriter or strategist inside your email marketing provider account. And anyone who clicks these emails and SMS but doesn't convert, follow up with plain text reminders. They can even be from customer support. And anyone who clicks these emails and SMS, you're just going to want to go in, reiterate the offer, add a bit of time sensitivity to it. It can take five to 10 minutes to set up. And I guarantee if you do this, you'll drive an extra 10 to 20% more revenue from every single campaign. We've seen it work outside of sales promotions. So especially during a period like this, that is my number one tip for driving more incremental revenue. And that wraps everything up, Kulne. So thank you for having me. Happy to answer yeah. any questions from anyone. That's a nine stack. Yeah, it's it's a it's a nine stack. Thank you. No one's given us a nine stack, Adam. So you're a first. I was I was gonna ask a question around the resend, but I think you you clarified it, which was more around is someone is is a copywriter going to individually going to write the emails? But you you talked about a campaign based on specific clicks that you know essentially recapture or retarget you know um these these customers who've clicked, showing high intent but not um you know taking necessary action. Just want to thank you again. Um, all nine tips make a lot of sense, and my takeaway from this is. This really is a customer-centered, you know, period, uh, well, campaign or activity. You, you talked about your very first point was don't waste too much time trying to acquire first-time customers. Focus on, you know, the, the, the cost, your existing customers, your, your, your entire list, essentially. Really, really good stuff. Um, thank you. Just thank you. So for people who want to find out more um, about you, there's, um, they can head over to magnetmonster.co.uk you're very active on, on LinkedIn. Um, we'll link to you on the show notes. Adam, thank you so much for, for coming on, on, on the pod. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you for having me. Cheers. 
So this episode was brought to you by Tread, a revolutionary financing service transforming product launches for e-commerce brands. As the ultimate inventory purchasing solution, Tread lets you sell first, pay suppliers later. Tread's unsecured funding and credit model improves cash flow, supports large orders, and even helps negotiate supplier discounts. Experience the power of sell first, pay suppliers later, and snooze invoices for up to 120 days. Transform your business today with Tread on tryd.io. That's T-R-E-Y-D dot I-O.